How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Lazy the Gifted. I'm on my walk. We're in the AirPods. Let's get it. So, okay. Whew. I don't know if you know, but I'm a big, big fan of Drake. My number one favorite artist, it, it, it's very hard because I usually, I say Kevin Gates, but it's really a tie between Kevin Gates and Drake. Drake is influenced. I love Drake. Drake's music's amazing. One day I'm going to meet him. We're going to work on music together. Yeah, he's sick. Um, so he just put out this new project. Um, I don't even know what it's called. All I know is it's the new Drake project, and it's amazing. Hold on. I'm going to check it right now. It's called, it's called Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Like, first of all, sick name. Uh, and I'm not here to rate the entire thing song by song. But, like, all I'm saying is I love it. And, and, and then the whole story behind it is, like, it's something where it's, like, these, it's supposed to be, like, these extra songs. I don't know. I'll look into it. But basically, it's dope music. I love it. Uh, it's Drake just being Drake at his highest level. But here's what I was thinking about. And I, I'm not just going to get on here and talk about how much I like Drake. I do want to relate it back to us and us as independent artists and people. You know, again, I've said before, you don't have to be a musician to enjoy my podcast. You can be, you know, doing other things with your life if you want to enjoy my podcast because I talk a lot about personal development. Well, one thing that I think is so okay. When when I've noticed this when when some people like the greats in whatever category get so good at something and they they dominate so much, they like switch it up. They have to do something to like switch and change and like pivot or like completely go to some other thing. And I'll give you a few examples. Like number one, like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was so dominant and he was killing it so much. He was like, man, I'm gonna go play baseball. That's huge, bro. Like you have to be like, imagine the level of greatness. We're talking about NBA, by the way. Imagine the level of greatness you're in. In the NBA, you're dominating, killing, three-peat, all that. And you're just like, man, I want to go play baseball. You know what I mean? That's incredible. And then he came back. By the way, he came back and won another three-peat. Won another three championships in a row. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, he, he did this, like, rock album. I didn't really listen to it, but that's how dominant he was in, in his category. He was so dominant in rap and music and hip hop. He was like, I want to try a new album. I want to see if I can do that. Kanye. Like Kanye was killing. Like Kanye was just a producer. Right. Then he started rapping. He put his first album out. Got like 21 Grammys on his rookie album. What? Right. Then he goes late registration and graduation. I mean, and then he's, and then he, he goes, starts reinventing himself. And Kanye's like, let's go, let's go 808's Heartbreak, right? Let, let's do all, you know, auto-tune songs, 
let's go a different direction. You know, okay, let's go my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. The production on that album is crazy. One of my favorite albums of all time is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Love that album. But the production on it is insane. I actually, I get a lot of inspiration from that one album. So he, he switched it up, right? Um, so, but he, he, and here's the thing about Drake though, that I think it's, I can't quite pinpoint it, but we all know like Drake is extremely dominant. Whatever your opinion of him is, like you might not be a Drake fan, but like, come on, don't, don't, don't be ignorant and be like, Drake sucks. Like, come on, stop, stop it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't suck. He's one of the most dominant like figures of our generation. Like the guys, the guy's done a lot of stuff. He's inspired millions of ours, whatever. I'm not going to state a case for Drake. If you don't like Drake, you don't like Drake, fine, whatever. But I like Drake. This is my podcast. So I'm going to talk about Drake. Um, but, uh, he, he, um, he like, like, I'm trying to think about how much I like this new album and like why I like it, but I'm also trying to like, it's hard. I'm comparing and, and, and I know comparing isn't always good. Um, but, I am kind of comparing, you know, this, I, you do that, man. It's natural. I'm comparing, well, where does this album stand with other albums? And I was starting to think about it and I was like, well, it's so hard to compare things musically because that's so subjective. And I also think, well, what about impact and timing and like the context of you putting out the album, right? So it's like, well, you know, for me, it's like, I, I thought back to his albums that I really liked, you know, like right now on this new album, Dark Lane Demo Tapes, he's more mature, um, you know, he's more mature, he's doing certain things like he's singing different and a little bit better than maybe when he was on Take Care, which was his second album, right, you know, but the thing is, Take Care, that won a Grammy, but it's also like the context is something I think about. I actually still think Take Care is a better album, but you also, you kind of have to think about the context of it. Like when he put out Take, like when he put out his first album, which was Thank Me Later, everyone was like, this is, this is a banger. Like, this is dope. Like, this is an amazing album. Like, he's sick. We didn't really know how dope Drake was though until he did Take Care. He put out Take Care and everybody was like, whoa. Like when I, when I heard Take Care, I was like, <gasps> like, oh my God, like what did this dude just do? You know what I mean? And then, and then he did it again with nothing was the same. Again, he, I heard nothing was the same. And I was like, oh yeah, this dude is the goat. He just kept going over and over and over again. Right. And then, and then he, and so, so why am I telling you this? Right? Like, what, what are we talking about here? Well, he's at a point where he's, he's at that dominant level. And it's crazy because when he put out his album views, my favorite Drake album, also, my, I think his best album, when he put out Views, that could have been a time for him to stop. Like, he could have stopped putting out music and still been solidified as a goat. Like, he could have, for sure. But what did he do? He didn't stop. He puts out more life. Which, by the way, my opinion, was not his strongest project. I liked it, but I don't go back and listen to that album very much. Some people really liked More Life. I wasn't a humongo fan of it, but I wasn't disappointed by it. But he puts out More Life. Still, like, did really well, right? 
it, he said it was a playlist. It wasn't even an album. So I'm thinking, okay, so when you look at Drake and like reinventing himself, right? We were talking about these other artists like like Kanye, Lil Wayne, right? And Michael Jordan, like they re, they, it's, it's almost like you're reinventing yourself or you're like trying out something else. And, why oh, I press the button. And um, don't worry, I pressed the button with my foot. Um, so what does Drake do though? Because his music isn't that far out in left field from what he usually does. Like it's still him. It's still Drake, but it's like a new level of Drake. It's like a better version of Drake. It's like, it's still Drake. It's consistency in a way. And it's very tough to, to, there's a fine line, very, very fine line between being, being the same and being boring and doing the same thing over and over again and it's getting repetitive. But, and, and then being the same, but we like that you're doing the same thing. You get what I'm saying? There's a huge difference. I think a lot of artists aren't good at, whoa, damn, that goose is going ham right now on that roof. I just think that some artists aren't good at doing the same thing over and over and keeping us interested. You know what I mean? I think you know what I'm talking about. I think a lot of people are like that. Really sorry about that. That thing is going... Geese are annoying, bro. <laughs> Anyways, so, but, but so, but where is Drake reinventing? Cause see, I still think there's a, there's a level where he's doing shit different. And I think it's the context. The releasing of the music is different. You know, traditionally albums, right? That, the, that's how it used to be. Times are changing, but it used to be, you know, music was like, you put out an album, you put out an album. And before the album, you put out a couple of the singles, try kind of get people hyped up for the album. You tell everybody, hey, album's coming out, you know, a month, two months, three months from now. You know, you kind of get people ready. Then they put it out and you go on tour, you do your interviews. Drake, though, doesn't do that. Like, he doesn't hype up when things are coming out that much. And if he does, he'll literally just tweet it. Like, if you're reading this, it's too late. If the, for those of you who know, but that's another album Drake put out. So I'll give you an, like, so Drake had, had put out this album called Nothing Was The Same. It was his third album. And between that, I think, the, and then the next album that he had scheduled to put out was Views. He like announced the title. We're going to call this album Views from the Six which is the six is what he calls Toronto, Canada. But he announced it. He changed it to just views, but it was going to be called views from the six. We're going to put it out, blah, 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 blah. And so it got, it, it was, and it's very, that was different than what he usually did. And, but then before views comes out, he surprise drops an album called, if you're reading this, it's too late with like this ugly, cover i mean but it was like intentionally like not supposed to look good it's like weird handwriting on it the way he dropped it no singles to lead up no announcement all he did was he put it out on 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 streaming services and he tweeted the link he tweeted it he tweeted the link new album right now and it went freaking viral it went ham it was and it had hits. It went platinum. Hits on there. That's an album I go back and listen to. 
hit and nobody was expecting it. We were all super surprised. He uses the element of surprise so well. So well. He kills that. He killed it. And so I I think that and then they did views, you know, I think I don't know how long, like maybe a year after. We knew views was coming, but he uses that element of surprise so well. And lately that's what he's been doing with these songs. He put out um this like Chicago freestyle thing. It was like a two parter. It had a really cool video to it. And then he puts out Tusi Slide, which is this song that's, you know, you you can tell he made it so that TikTokers can make dances to it in a way. But it's also a good song. Like, I think it's a good song. I like it. It's catchy, interesting video. Um, it's a good video. See, this is, again, where Drake is so great with context. This is where he's so great with context. The Tusi Slide video is clearly the song the song is like a TikTok dance song. Like you want people to make songs to it to tick. You want people to make TikTok videos dancing to it. And it's exactly what it did. And it's almost like we all knew that he wanted to do that. So let's do that. So that's culture. The other thing though, is we're in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic where everybody has to stay inside. His video is him wearing a jacket. He's got gloves on and he's wearing a mask and he's rapping, but you, you can't see his mouth moving because his mask is on. And it's cool. And he's just in his house. And it's like, you know, it's it's not a very high production video. You see a lot of these videos, they're very high quality, high production value. His was just like his camera guy did his thing, probably obviously a nice camera. But you, you could tell it wasn't highly, highly, highly um, scripted and produced, right? And... But he lives in a really humongous, crazy mansion. It's probably like, it's a really, it's an estate. Like it's, so just the fact that you're seeing that makes it dope. And then the song is cool. But there's context to that. He's locked in the house just like everybody else. He's stuck inside, so he made a music video. You know, that's context. He got context on two different ways. He got the TikTok thing, and he got the, um, the coronavirus thing. He hit it. It's like, wow. And he made a song. It's a banger. Like, it's a hit. So then he just drops this album, Darkwing Demo Tapes. And, but the way they make it out to see they're like, oh, these are like some extra songs. And I did see him say he's putting out an album um, this summer, summer 2020, his sixth studio album. I did see that. He, he posted that. So this is like a lead up to that. But do you guys, do you, do you guys get where I'm coming from with the whole reinventing yourself thing? He's reinventing himself somehow, some way. He's doing it more of with his context. He, not to say his music's exactly the same as it's always been. He's doing different stuff with his music. But it's more with his context. So my point is, and that's like, I'm going to reach that level. I'm going to reach that level of greatness to where I need to like reinvent myself. Like I want to get to that point. But even look. Here's the truth. Even before you get to that point, even before you get to that point where you have all these numbers and the money and the accolades, you can reinvent yourself now, right? As a, as a musician, always be trying to reinvent yourself because I, I promise you're going to get better. The way I do things is ever since I've started producing music, this is what I do. I find something, a few 
you know, a formula, let's call it that. I'll find a few techniques and tactics that are new and I'll plug them into my formula. And then I'll be like, okay, I have this formula that I really like. I'm going to stick with this formula for a while, a stretch of four to five to six songs just to practice it. Then I'm like, all right, I'm bored. I want to get this new thing going. And so I try new things, little things at a time. I don't try a whole new process, a whole new formula. I'm just like, wait, let me just try a couple of things different. Right? Let me just try try a couple of things different and see how it works out. And so it's always helped me to do that because it keeps your music fresh. And it's kind of funny. I think with music, different is better. Sometimes. Different is better. When your music's exactly the same for a really long time, it gets boring, right? Even if the music, like, let's say you put out a, an album. But, like Drake. Drake put out um, his music, and it's not exactly the same from album to album. It's different. There's, like, let's all be real here. There are artists who, like, every album is the same. You know what I mean? There are artists who are like that, where every album is like damn near the same shit. There's no structure to it. It's kind of just a bunch of bangers. They're doing almost exactly the same thing. They're not really reinventing themselves that much. It's the same. But, in that, and, and it's like, so it's kind of weird. Is the album worse or better than the other album? In your head, you're probably like, yeah, it's worse because it's the same. So like, I'll give you an example. An artist you know, puts out his first, his or her first album and they put it out. And then the second album kind of sounds a lot like the last, and they're like, Oh, this is good. And then the third album is also again, like it. And the fourth album is like it. And you're like, okay, this fourth album, it's like not good now, but it's the same. So why wouldn't it be good? Like if you had switched the timing of those albums, you would have said that that fourth album was good, even though it sounded almost exactly the same as the first, right? Cause it's the same. But if stuff gets different, it gets better because it's new, it's fresh, it's unique, it's different. It's something we haven't heard before from you, right? And it doesn't need to be something we've never heard of before in our entire life. No, we don't need to do that. You don't need to reinvent the wheel completely. You just need to reinvent yourself. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You just need to reinvent yourself and reinvent your process and reinvent how you do things. It's the same thing with your life. Things aren't going to go the exact same forever. You need to be ready for change. You always need to be ready for change. It's the same thing with me, right? It's the same thing with me in my life. I did 75 hard. It was an amazing program. I did it. It took me 115 days because I messed up and had to start over. When I finished it, I took a break. I hated the break because I didn't have structure and I felt like I wasn't accomplishing anything. And I went back onto phase one, which is like the, the upgraded version of 75 hard. And day to day, I, I, I kind of have that general routine, but I'll switch things up. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do different types of exercising. I'll do my meditation at different times in the day. You know, just I do things, you, you do things, little things differently to find your formula. That's what makes life exciting. You know what I mean? Talk to different people throughout the day, have different conversations. That's what makes life exciting is reinventing yourself, right? And it's a little bit different than what I've previously talked about, which is, pushing yourself, right? I, I, I tend to talk about pushing your boundaries, expanding your horizons is, was one of the episodes, but this is, this is sort of the frame of reinventing yourself. Is, is, isn't about, here's what I love about the idea of reinventing yourself. It's not about 
it's not about, it's sort of related to pushing your boundaries, but it's, it doesn't have that pressure. Pushing your boundaries, expanding your horizons, like to me, that's you putting pressure on yourself, which you need to do. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I put pressure on myself to perform every day, which is good because then I perform. But there also needs to be that level of art in your day. There needs to be that level of art and creativity in your life that's going to make life so much more rewarding. Okay? Art, creativity, expression. You need that. You need that. Even if you don't do anything you think is artistic. Like if all you do is lift weights or play basketball or all you do is you sit at your desk, come up with, and you're, you, you know, you're a sales job, you have a sales job or maybe you're a real estate agent um, or you're a barber, right? Or you're maybe a personal trainer. Come up with ways to reinvent yourself. What else can you do that's like, different than what you've ever done before and what else can you do that's different than what everybody else is doing that's what's super crucial you know and by the way with the power of social media and content everybody can do that because you can put out a vlog you could do a literally like a reality show you know what i mean like a reality tv show of your own life and you could film it yourself and edit yourself and put it on youtube you know what i mean Like, that's literally all you need to do if you want to reinvent. Like, if you're a barber, you can make a vlog about how to own a barber shop. You know what I mean? If you're a hooper, like, you can do a vlog behind the scenes of your life as a, as a, as a basketball player. Everybody has the chance to do a vlog. Everybody has the chance to do a vlog. So, or make a podcast about any topic you want, Right? That's reinventing your life. That's making life more exciting. So that's one reason I love content. I don't, I don't always look at content as something I have to do. I think some people think you have to put out content. Yeah, but you also get to put out content. Like, I like making podcasts. Dude, I'm on my walk right now. You know what I mean? I'm on my walk. And I'm just talking. I, I talk to myself anyways. Do you guys get where I'm at right now? Like, I want to really explain this. Because I decided I want to reinvent myself and say, yeah, I might be a rapper and my thing is music, but I want to reinvent myself and put out a podcast. Well, I get, you know, I get paid for my podcast. Not that much. Not that much. Just because the audience is, let's say, tight knit. I don't like the word small. We're a tight knit family. <laughs> right? But when the family gets bigger, I'm going to really get paid. Like, and all I'm doing right now, I'm, I'm walking around my neighborhood. I got my AirPods in. I'm having fun. You know, I'm enjoying talking to you right now. And I talk about things I want to talk about. And I get paid for that. And like the only difference between where I'm at right now financially and where I need to be is having a bigger audience. That's the only difference. It's not that there's no money in podcasting because there is. And, and I'm not saying this to try to prove myself to you. I'm just saying... I like putting out content because it's rewarding. Even if I didn't get paid, like I didn't, I used to not get paid for my podcast, right? I didn't have sponsorships. I still love doing it just as much. So content is fun to create. It's being artistic and putting yourself out there and there can be real benefits to it. So I think everybody has the chance to be creative and be some type of an artist in their own way. 
everybody's just got to find their own way and reinvent yourself. All right. So, hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating and review. I would really, really, really appreciate any kind of ratings and reviews. And share this with a friend. That would mean a lot to me if you copy the link and text it to a friend. Hey, my friend or my, you know, this guy, I don't know who, who you are right now. You might be my friend. You might be someone we haven't met yet. Hey, this guy's got this new podcast. It's called the Music Mastery Podcast. He talks about music and mastering his craft and personal development, whatever. I don't know. Get you think of the pitch and text it to him. It would just, it would mean a lot to me. You know what I mean? Not just for the fact, oh, I want to grow the audience so I can get paid. No, I want to connect with more people. It's hella fun. You know, I actually got two voice memos from two different people. You can send voice memos on Anchor. It's really cool. Um, and two different podcast owners sent me voice memos saying, hey, like, I like your podcast. I want you to be on my podcast. So it's cool to get to connect with people and it's, it's very enjoyable. So anyways, thank you. Oh, and, and if you, you know, if you haven't already follow me on Instagram at Leezy the gifted, um, and on YouTube, go to YouTube and you know, I'm Leezy the gifted there as well. I have a, I have a vlog called Leezy's life. I put that on my, uh, on my YouTube channel. So yeah, connect with me everywhere, guys. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Visions of a legend you can never tie me down. Remember when they hated on me, but they like me now. Dripping way too heavy, gotta wipe me down. Living in the club, they try to strike me down. Visions of a legend, visions of a legend.